With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside Hour 3 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Well, we are headed in the World Series to the bottom of the 11th, still 5-5. Diamondbacks and Rangers, Corey Seager, two-run homer to tie it in the ninth inning, grounded out to end the 10th with the yeah. winning run at second. Uh, Diamondbacks go out 1-2-3. It's been a very easy last couple innings for LeClerc, and now the Rangers have a chance to win the game here in the bottom of the 11th. And just really quick on this is that while it's still going on is, you know, we talked about this in the beginning of the night is that the the Diamondbacks look to me a lot like the Dodgers. And it's, you know, when the Dodgers fail, why? Why did they fail in the playoffs? Because Betts and Freeman, their two best players by far, were awful, right? Combined one for 24. It was awful. You know, they weren't going to win. He, they were both bad, and they got knocked out of the playoffs pretty easily. I see that a lot in the Diamondbacks because it's – look, and look the, the Dodgers supporting cast is better than the Diamondbacks supporting cast, but the Diamondbacks right now are completely driven by Corbin Carroll and Kettle Marte. They're completely driven by these two guys who hit at the top of the order. When they hit, everything goes well. When they don't hit, 
Forget it. You have easy innings going on because it's not like you have a lot of guys out there that, that are going to wind up you know, putting a bunch of hits together. Right? You have a guy that gets the occasional bomb. Tommy Pham has a home run tonight. But mm-hmm. when Carroll and Marte are on base doing their thing, Arizona's kind of unbeatable this postseason. And what happened earlier in the game? They both were on base. They both had RBI hits. They have four of the five RBI. Everybody else on the team, it's really difficult. It, it, there's just not enough talent there to continue to string along an inning where we can put a run or a crooked number on the board. We can get a single and a double or a double and a sacrifice fly and a, or, or a double and a single and, a, and sack fly or an RBI ground. They can't even get that. So as long as you are keeping Carroll and, and Marte off the bases and, and you are keeping them under control, the Rangers can win the series. If they can't, they're not going to win. The Diamondbacks will win, and maybe they win in five. But those two guys are the key to this series. If they can keep them off the bases in the last few innings, you wonder why Arizona's not had a run in, in six innings now yep. is because Carroll and Marte have not gotten on base. That, and you've seen some just great movement on the pitch as we just watched uh, you know, two scoreless innings, as you pointed out, 26 pitches, 19 for strikes uh, from Leclerc. So uh, with Carroll and, and Marte, uh, two for ten between them. The damage done early. Uh, pitch away. You got to reach. You, you, we got to get you out of the zone. Get you to start stretching a little bit if you want to be aggressive at the plate. So uh, some some weekly hit balls uh, mixed therein. So Rangers with an opportunity uh, in front of the home crowd to take this one as we go to the bottom of the eleventh. What great drama day one. I mean, oh, it's I, fantastic. I, I love this stuff. Right. From uh, George Bush's pitch yeah. to everything else, yeah. Oh, yeah, Pudge Rodriguez, you know, yeah. Getting yeah. That's like, Whoa, that's Pudge, okay, that's Pudge, yeah. I mean, look, oh, the ratings for the World Series, all this. It's Friday night at midnight or 9 o'clock on the West Coast. You're not watching yeah. the game, really? You're not My watching brothers the game? are in a bar on, in uh, Manhattan Beach, and they're uh, texting me going, how fun is this? Uh, as far like, as I'm you, on air, and you're uh, drinking. Yeah, yeah. Again, like I said, long way to go for them to get arrested between now and Sunday. Long it is also go. a long way to a the long top. Way to go. Long, <laughs> if you want to rock and roll. If you want to rock and roll. Uh, but, look, a big night in the NBA as well. A couple of games to spotlight here. Uh, the Knicks beat the Hawks tonight. Mm-hmm. And I can be the head coach of the Knicks. Maybe I am the head coach of the Knicks. Because what did I say after the first game of the season? They lose to the Celtics. They get within three. They can't hit any shots late. And the Celtics win. Julius Randle cannot shoot the basketball as much as he has. He's not accurate enough. I know that he is a 1-1-A guy and he demands the basketball, but... Dude, he's not good enough. And and him going 5 for 22 kills the Knicks. There's other guys that can make shots now. The team is pretty deep, whether it's quickly getting more shots. Now, DiVincenzo's going to need shots off the bench or, or just let Jalen Brunson have the ball more. There's other things, right? Or R.J. Barrett, give him more in the flow. Make him a an every-night guy instead of an every-other-night guy, which is pretty much what R.J. Barrett is. And that can't happen. If the Knicks are going to win, they can't have Julius Randle 22 shots a game. Hey, what happened tonight? Julius Randle cuts his shots in half. And what happens? The Knicks win on the road against Atlanta. Ta-da! I'm the real head coach of the Knicks, Mike Harmon. Not Tom Thibodeau. I'm the real head coach. Because from 3,000 miles away, I said, hey, let's cut his shots. And you know what? His shot wasn't falling early. Mm-hmm. So, he, you know, he turned, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make plays. I'm going to kick the ball out. And look how well it is. The Knicks hit 23s, right? I mean, it works. Yeah. He had nine assists. He can't shoot 22 times a night. It's just not happening. And when his shot's not falling, you got to realize that early and say, you know what? I'm just going to pass out and be a facilitator. That can work. But now look at me. I'm 
I'm the head coach. I'm the king of New York. Look at me. I'm the king of New York. I can coach the Knicks. I can do the radio show with you, and I can coach the Knicks at the same time. Look at me. It's not bad. You know, uh, micro breaks for all the timeouts and TV timeouts that get added to an NBA game. Mm-hmm. You might be on to something there. there we go. Certainly for Julius Randle, you know, former third team, all NBA guy. And and certainly we, we pointed out uh, after the season opening loss, you know, the operational efficiency, the losses there, right? A guy who was in his in mid-50s in terms of field goal percentage, and now you're struggling to get to the mid-40s. Fewer shots, more attention paid to the other parts of the game. Everybody scores, right? You can find a lot of guys that score 20 a game. Um, so facilitate. Be a, be a better uh, facilitator. And he was with the nine assists, as you pointed out. They had 30 assists on their 43 makes over the course of the game. But the one point, you know, as much as we're going to pat him on the back right now, they should all still be standing at the bleep and free throw line. <laughs> until they can't lift their hands above their head. Another eight misses. That's why these games are all going to be close. Yeah. Because you guys no, can't look. hit a damn free throw to no, save your souls. <laughs> you know, listen, free throws are a lost art, Mike Harmon. You know what they need to make? They need to move the shot closer. Move it closer so people well, make more free throws. You know what we should do? We should just get rid of them. It's, it's like uh, kickoffs. Let's it's like kickoffs in uh, football. You know, ah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you can't do it. Uh, you know, it's like the the uh, brotherly shove. Nerds. Hey, none Nerds. of us can do this. The Knicks should lead the charge. Anybody else struggle with their free throw shooting? And raise your hands. Anybody? Anybody else see it costing you games with regularity? <laughs> see, let's ban them. Wow, we got a lot of guys who want to get rid of free throws. Okay, let's get rid of them. Uh, so, again, I could coach the Knicks. I'm telling you, this is all they need. Less Julius Randle. If there's games where Julius Randle always has less shots than R.J. Barrett, that's a big W. That's Good. a win right there. That's a win right It's very – but that's a win right there. And look at me. I'm coaching the Knicks. Re- really didn't think I'd be able to tie it to the Bur- Brotherly Show. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile – the Mavericks beat the Nets tonight, 125-120. And, oh, by the way, let's just say this for a second. Without looking, I'm pretty sure this is the best Ben Simmons game in, I don't know, what, four years? Uh, he was 10-10-8 tonight, mm-hmm. uh, so not bad. Oh, my goodness, we have to stop talking about this because the World Series, game one, is over. The Texas Rangers Lead the series one game to none. How did it happen? Let's get the breaking news from special delivery Steve DeSager. Game one is in the books. The Diamondbacks snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. A couple of home runs. Was it Corey Seager? Was it Toby Hara? Was it Jeff Burroughs? Breaking news from Fox Sports. It's the Rangers in 2023. You pretty much only have two guesses. Seager already tied it with his two-run homer in the ninth. Adolis Garcia with a home run to right to win the game. Bottom of the 11th. 6-5 Texas over Arizona. This is the longest World Series game in five years. This was the first, believe it or not, postseason extra inning game of this year. What was the long game five years ago? Well, five years ago, it was the longest World Series game ever. Last night was the anniversary of the Dodgers beating the Red Sox in 18 innings. And I bring that up in part because tonight's starting pitcher, Nathan Avaldi in Texas, 
was the losing pitcher that night for the Boston Red Sox. He had thrown six scoreless innings in relief until giving up the game-winning homer in the 18th to Max Muncie. Tonight, he enters as a 4-0 pitcher in this postseason and gives up the five Arizona runs, finally pulled in the fifth, and yet Texas comes back to win game one, 6-5 in 11, and yes, Garcia does it again. Thank you very much, Steve-O. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. So uh, we'll get back into the uh, the big win. We got to talk about Luca scoring 49 tonight. Oh, yeah. Tonight. No, it was great. He called game, uh, called glass yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, that was great. But if I can – coach the Knicks from 3,000 miles away. I can also manage the Diamondbacks from about, I don't know, what, eight, six, seven, six, how many miles away? 500 miles away? What did I say the beginning of the night? If I'm the Diamondbacks, I walk Adolis Garcia every single time. I don't pitch to him. I don't give him a chance to win the game. I don't do it because the guy is just that hot. He's, again, we talked about it a week and a half ago. He's the yeah. Randy Rosarena, where suddenly here's a good player who suddenly gets unbelievably hot. They have two guys on the team. Steve talked, there's two guys that can really hurt you and make sure not one of them does it. And instead, Garcia gets a pitch he can handle. He homers over the wall in right center field. It's an opposite field. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know what to do at this point. I really don't know. This this should have been we pitch careful. I know he's leading off the inning, but you don't want him to. If 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 you walk Adolis Garcia, chances are he could still get out of the inning. If you give up a hit like this, guess what? You lose the game, right? And and that's and that's the the that's the risk you have to be okay with when you don't want a guy this hot hurting you. And I don't get how he's able to get pitches that he can handle, and they're not really careful with him and see if he can just start reaching or going after it. If you walk him, you walk him. I get it. You walk a guy. You don't want to walk a guy, but I mean, we talked about walks. I understand that. But two hours ago, when he gets the base hit From the to bring box. in the, the runs in the, in, the, in the first inning, it's, okay, that's it. That's the last strike he sees. I, I put him on base every single time because I'm not going to have him beat us. And what happens? You had Adolis Garcia beat you. I don't know that I've ever had a take or a tweet age that well in this short amount of time, like <laughs> ever. Like ever. Like, I have had tweets age really well. I've had tweets age really poorly. I've had takes age well and takes age poorly but in the short amount of time it's like i was able to craft something unbelievable like i'm on guys grocery games and i got like 20 minutes to make a huge seven course meal for four judges uh, look it don't pitch to adolis garcia why would you do that and now here the diamondbacks learn this lesson but it might be too late because sometimes world series twist and turn and change on a dime and sometimes it's game one and for the Diamondbacks who were three outs away from winning this game a two-run lead their closer on the mound to go home down to go back to the hotel down two zip because they walked a leadoff batter and gave a home run to Corey Seager and gave a home run to Adolis Garcia yeah that's a tough one to come back from man I can manage the Diamondbacks and I can coach the Knicks at the exact same time I can do it there you go. Uh, when the pitch was thrown, it's like, oh, he missed it, right? And, and then it just kept sailing. I was like, all right, that's going to be a fly out to the wall. It's like, yeah, nope, nope, he got enough of it. And rounds first, and the, the place just explodes. I mean, that is that is prime time hitting uh, uh, on the biggest of stages. And, you know, it's the same question we keep asking in the NFL. Why Travis Kelsey got this 
you know, seemingly a cloak of invisibility where he can run free of uh, defenders 15 yards. This guy, don't go anywhere near the zone. If you walk him too bad, make a pitch to the next guy. Or he's got to really be reaching, right? Because if this is out of the zone and he tomahawks it, great. Okay, he got it, right? If he somehow is able to muscle out, this is over the plate, and powers through, and that's it. So everybody on the, the Rangers bench erupts, and you know you let one get away. And again, you, you had the lead, right? It's everything you do you know, after the fifth with a lead, and they did nothing offensively. So uh, you let them hang around. Seager hits the big home run, and now the guy that everybody got to know his name the last round, with folk hero coming into the World Series, he walks it off. I'll tell you, man. I really don't get it. I sometimes I I, 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 know that we're not in the game in the moment with things, and you're thinking, okay, we can be a little bit less careful with Garcia because, hey, you know what? It, it's fine, right? It's you know, it, we we can pitch to him, but what's, even if he gets a double, you pitch to him, you can lose the game. But I mean, there's really, a difference between him, being you can careful, lose the game. Get careful and puckering. Right. And, 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 you know, nibbling around the plate or thinking you're going to you're not sneaking anything by this guy right now. Right. So he might have thought, hey, I, I can get him here and with this placement. You miss by an inch. And, and right now this guy's on such a heater. There's there's no room for error. Mm. Your guy. Oh, wait. No, you picked the Diamondbacks. No, I picked the Diamondbacks. Yeah, but you still, hey, look, Corey Seager can still be your guy. You can say, hey, yeah, he can no. still be the guy winning the Well, winning you know, World Jason MVP. Stark, because yeah. he loves to give us stats we've never seen before <laughs> to tell us, hey, remember this? Uh, here's the list of players who hit a ninth inning game one World Series home run that tied a game or turned a loss into a win. There are three guys on that list. Okay. Including Seager. Jeez. One of them, Man. Kirk Gibson. Mm-hmm. The other, 2015, Alex Gordonoff, Uris Familia. You know, there we I go. Have, I had a feeling. I'm saying, where is this coming up? Where I'm going through my head of Mets games, and I'm, oh, was he? Oh, yeah, yeah, game one. I watched when he tried to quick pitch him, and it didn't work. And I, you know what? Yeah. We don't need to talk about that. Let's talk about Adolis Garcia instead. Celebrate uh, the hero that is Garcia <laughs> tonight. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. We'll have more from the World Series coming up in a bit, but straight ahead, it's a huge slate in college football tomorrow. Everybody's signs are safe because Michigan's not playing. We preview the big program at hand coming up next with the Special Insider. This is Fox Sports Radio. Jason and Mike. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. 
Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Well, joining us now on the hotline, he is the man who brings you everything you need in college football. CollegeFootballNews.com is your one-stop shopping for everything college football. All the previews, all the analysis. Longtime friend of the show, Pete Futak, who may have just summed up everything in sports tonight with his most recent tweet. That's why you watch the World Series. Pete, what's happening, buddy? Uh, I guess the World Series. I assume people are watching it. But, uh, yeah, I was trying to equate it because all the complaining about you have, what, the 6th and 12th best teams? Basically, you've got what? You've got, uh, like, Wisconsin versus uh, Fresno State playing in this, if you, you want to do it right. Because if you have, you step it out and say, okay, you've got basically the, you know, the, the, the 53rd best team in college football playing. But it's so fun. <laughs> it's so, hey, if you're gonna if you're gonna make the tournament, the teams are gonna sometimes win it. If you're gonna make a tournament like this, yes. Yeah, no, but I, I don't know, Pete, that you helped yourself with Wisconsin Fresno State. <laughs> look, look, I've said this for a long time, and you're going to see it with the college football playoff when we go to 12 next year. People are going to be upset. Oh, look, this this one team that, that you know squeaked in at 12 is here in the semis or in the championship game, and a great team like Michigan or Ohio State goes out when they had a much better resume. And it's just people have to understand that this is the new way of sports. When you let more teams in, you're going to see more upsets. We're just not used to – we're used to the best teams or almost the best 
teams winning all the time. But that's not going to happen anymore. Here's the difference, is that in baseball, you have, what is it, 44% of the teams make the postseason. In basketball, if you include the, pl- the play-in game, which is actually a playoff game, it, you're talking like 60-something percent. You're talking NFL. If you're talking hockey, is like over 50%. Even with a 12-team expanded playoff, you're still talking, what, 9% of college football teams make it. It's really hard. It's 133 teams. This isn't the NCAA basketball tournament where you just have to not be awful and you're in. You have, Getting in the top 11, which is what it's going to be because of the cookie thrown to the group of five team that's going to be in this thing at the 12 spot, it's hard. It's, it, you've got to go. You cannot lose two, more than two games. To get in this thing, it is going to be much, much harder. So you're not—you might get a upset, but you're not going to have something totally out of. You know, it's not going to be totally off kilter. You're not going to have, it's going to be like Utah winning, and like it's not going to be that big an upset, unless yeah, I'm sorry, I'm going here. Unless you know the other team's signs and those they're stealing your signs, and you quirk it up, and somehow. You pull a TCU, and you have the one outlier upset in the history of the college football playoff because they knew the other side was stealing signs from you. Subterfuge. Chaos. So, Pete, where we stand, last week we talked about it. Now we get more details, manifestos, and everything else. Um <laughs> One, have you ever started to write a manifesto? Two, uh, what do you make of this week's events? I don't know. Like, it's, it's, so, it's such a failure of imagination on everyone else's part. But the one thing I can't – first of all, it, it seems like it's wrong, but you look at the NCAA rule book, and you could lawyer this thing to death because it yeah. is so loose. But, of course, they did it. Of course, but, like, it's, it feels like it should be really, really wrong. But it's this antiquated rule that you can't send anybody to a stadium. Okay, that's kind of weird. We all kind of get that. It's the intricacy of how they recorded all these signs. That's just insane at the level that they did this. So it's, it is one of those things like everyone does it. Yeah, kind of. Not like this, they don't. But the hey. thing that I can't wrap my head around in this whole thing is the TCU thing. And apparently everyone else. Apparently everyone knows this. Apparently everyone knew Michigan's doing this. And so my thing is, why weren't y'all raising holy hell when it was happening? And it's kind of because you know someone in each place was being like, all right, well, why aren't we doing that? So it's, it's such a weird world, this college football thing. You know, I, I go back to this, Pete, to take it in a different direction, is that the, the biggest thing that I, that, that's going under the radar is that when this first broke, I wanted to go, how far does this go back? Right? How far? If this goes back to 2021, suddenly everything Michigan has done the last couple of years, you go, well, now we know why. Because they were a three and four a year loss program. They were not beating Ohio State. They were not winning the Big Ten. And suddenly in 2021, they turn into a team that is beating Ohio State. They're going to the college football playoff. And sure enough, this goes back to the beginning of the 2021 season. So now I look at it and I go, well, everything they've done has an asterisk next to it. Winning the Big Ten, beating Ohio State. its Because suddenly you went from, hey, we're still trying to fight through and everybody hates Harbaugh because he's not winning. And now, oh, you make this huge jump and you're a one-loss-a-year team. You're undefeated during the regular season. That's a big thing that people aren't talking about enough. 
Yeah, but if you're a Michigan fan, you got the T-shirt. You really, y'all, y'all really care. You beat Ohio State twice. I mean, like that, 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 that's kind of the, the kind of the thing. And when a wise man once told me, you know, everyone talks, talks, and then the ball gets kicked off, and no one gives a bleep. You know, it's like okay, it stinks. But I kind of, my my the two people. Everyone wants to equate this to like the Astros. Oh, look, they got you know, the Astros are side feeling. Last I checked, they just went to their seventh straight ALCS. It's not like it took down the Astros. And the other part of this is, well, this just feels just wrong. Well, everyone's been cheating in you know college football for years and paying players under the table and stuff. Yeah, but that was just how things were done. I kind of think that was always worse because you want to talk about competitive advantage. Well, if you're paying a good player to come play for you, that's a massive advantage, at least when you couldn't do that. Now you can. But back when you couldn't do that and it was technically cheating, according to the rule book, I thought that, that was always just a week, little bit worse. This, this is just un-American, as the man would say. This just, this just, it's just kind of, eh, it's just really, come on. But again, and I will say that at the end of the day, I don't think, I think how this plays out, at least this year, they're not going to be able to get to Michigan in time. Even, even if the NCAA, can, even if they want to rule, there's a, an appeals process, and there's like 45 days, and just you can't you can't do it. Now, if you're the Big Ten, you can say, here's what here would be my my wacky kind of guess on how this plays out. Would be the Big Ten says, you know what, uh, Michigan, you're not eligible for the Big Ten championship. They still go 12 and 0, or maybe 11 and 1 with a loss to Ohio State. And Ohio State goes 13 and 0. The College Football Playoff Committee says it's our job to take the four best teams and rank the 25 best teams. And at the moment, Michigan is not under any NCAA thing. So we think Michigan's one of the four best teams, and Michigan still gets into the college football playoff. And then next year, all holy hell breaks loose from that. I yeah, just but then like Harbaugh's going to be in the NFL. I mean, he's going to be gone. <laughs> See you guys. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but I actually, I don't even know. that. That might be a... I don't know what happens to Harbaugh. I mean, people, it's, again, all these things, these things are so weird. I mean, college football is just strange. I mean, I, I don't mean to twist this into a different direction, but Brian Kelly's still doing, you know, fine for himself. And there was some bad stuff happening in Notre Dame. I mean, like, coach, you know, mm-hmm. Urban Meyer is probably going to be the next Michigan State head coach. Like, it, it, okay, it, with the, you know, guy wins the national title again. If you're a Michigan fan, what do you care? It, it, all right, cool. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I'd take that deal. Yeah, I, I just go back. All of this, if it only costs fifteen grand, it's the most economically rewarding thing outside of a uh, tech IPO. All right, Pete, a uh, bunch of big matchups this week. Where are your eyeballs uh, gravitating? There's not a lot of them, though. I mean, this is kind of the week to see where do the big guys kind of prove themselves that they are just that good. There is no Michigan this week. Let's see mm-hmm. uh, how Texas reacts and with Murphy under center. It shouldn't be a problem. I think Ohio State just rolls Wisconsin. I just don't think this Wisconsin offense is doing anything against this Buckeye defense. Uh, and really, there's just it's not a whole huge week of uh, a games up top, at least. So let's just kind of see if the, these teams get through the dog days. Can Oklahoma get by and keep on moving? The Pac-12 is, is continues to be interesting. I, to me, Oregon, Utah, that's an elimination game. The winner of that mm-hmm. is still knee-deep in the hunt for everything. The, the loser's out. Um, but we're going to see, the Pac, again, the Pac-12 each and every week is just so fascinating because all these teams are good. 
and they're all going to start to play each other. And I kind of want to see what USC does. I mean, now that the pressure's off, no Heisman, no national championship, but they're still knee-deep in the hunt for the uh, Pac-12 title. Is this when they kind of say, this goes two ways. Either they kind of say, yeah, you know what, pressure's off, let's just go play, and now we see the USC team we've been waiting for, or they, they're just like, forget this. Uh, Caleb wants, you know, Caleb, let's go the NFL already. Let's forget this. And just moved on. So uh, there's a lot of interesting kind of subplot storylines without one monster game to get excited about. Maybe Caleb Williams just says, you know, I, I, I've had enough. I, I'm done. Good luck, guys. I'm going to get ready for the draft. <laughs> See ya. We've I don't got, need to play we, anymore. <laughs> we talked about this. Why wouldn't he? And, and it's the one aspect of college sports that no one can wrap their heads about. You know who quit on the, this? Whole, oh, no, he's going to quit on his teammates. You know who quit on their teammates? Every Pac-12 team when they left for a better deal. True. Because if, you, because if USC and UCLA stay and they don't go to the Big Ten, they're still a Pac-12. So what is uh, so coaches are going to leave for other other jobs, other better deals once full time comes around. Uh, everyone would leave for a better job if they were paid a little bit more. And again. You know, the Pac-12 programs, they left for better deals than different conferences. But, oh, no, if you have Caleb Williams, who, look, if he, if, let's say he didn't even have to have some catastrophic injury. If he has a minor injury, which is just enough to drop him from one to two, that's, that's what, $10 million he just lost right there? I mean, this, this is business time. And this, I don't know why he would still play other than to just to optics and peer pressure from the world who just cannot grasp the idea that maybe the guy who's going to make a half a billion dollars over the next so, 15 years probably shouldn't be playing for peanuts at this point. You can follow him on Twitter, at Pete Futek. That is at Pete Futek. Check out collegefootballnews.com. Your one-stop shopping for everything college football, all the previews, all the analysis, all the guys you should stop playing and just head right to the NFL. Uh, Pete, as always, buddy, appreciate your time, my friends. Enjoy the game. Enjoy the big nude kickoff. We'll talk to you next week. I will do my best on all of it. Later, guys. Yeah, See you, brother. You, Pete. Great stuff from Pete Futek. And, oh, by the way, just really quick, one game we didn't get to that is going to have a lot of attention. It's a late game tomorrow. Colorado could fall to 4-4. Four and four. They're yeah. playing at UCLA. They're 15-point underdogs, yes, and it's sold out. <laughs> it is an official uh, sellout for that uh, game. I mean, Colorado could be the best 4-8 and eight team in the history of college football. How insane is this, Ooh. right? UCLA's defense, young quarterback, all of this stuff, great storyline, uh, muted by the fact, hey, we got a sellout. Because that guy is coming to town. <laughs> well, you want to talk about a sellout. Let's talk to Steve DeStager because Whoa! he sells out the update studio every night with people waiting to watch him tell us what's trending in the wide world of sports. Whoa. No empty seats in the update studio. Didn't like how that was going initially. See, but I went the other way. Yeah, well, way. fortunately for all of us. By the Carm way. is the one who thought I was going to say you are a sellout. I'm the one that was giving you <laughs> all kinds of, of plaudits. But yeah, Harmon's the one I, going, ah, oh, I hate I went, the Sager. Uh, yeah. I, no, that was yeah. just full WWE. Exactly. Oh, no. 
That's exactly what you. It was a heel turn. That's what that, that was. That is exactly right. <laughs> At the Rose Bowl tomorrow night, as UCLA hosts Colorado. By the way, the Bruins will be wearing their old uniforms from the 1950s and 60s. It is homecoming weekend as well, and today unveiling a Terry Donahue stature, the late great coach of theirs, who's a college football Hall of Famer. And yes, Colorado's in town, and also a sellout at the Rose Bowl these days because of the tarps is 70,000 seats, okay. not 90,000 plus. Did they not take some of those off, though? Apparently, they are taking some of this off to, right. to make it 70,000. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is the massive crowd. You know, Chip Kelly's been paid more than any other coach in UCLA football history, and let's just say large crowds have not been a common thing in the Chip Kelly era. Wins last year or this year notwithstanding. Well, we had a solo homer from Adolis Garcia to win World Series Game 1 at Texas tonight in the 11th inning, 6-5 to five over Arizona. Garcia's homered in five straight postseason games. A little context, guys. Adolis Garcia grew up in Cuba. He had literally never seen a Major League Baseball game on TV because of that regime until he defected from Cuba in 2016, and now he's the star of the World Series tonight. Only the second player in the long history of the World Series to, in his debut in the Fall Classic, hit a walk-off homer. The other occurred for the New York Giants' 1954 World Series, Dusty Rhodes. That was the game with the great catch and center field from Willie Mays. It's because they were in the polo grounds that night that both of those things happened, or that day, I should say, because it was an odd configuration to put a baseball park and a polo field is actually what it was. So Willie Mays could run and run to deep center. It was over 480 to center. But the game-winning homer that night day was 258 feet to right field. 258 and if you've seen the clip, the shortstop is almost on the warning track trying to catch the pop-up. This was a little more massive than that. A regular, uh, I, let's say a real home run to right. I hesitate to even say that. The other was a World Series game winner. But this was 373, not 273. What a postseason this guy has had. So uh, when's the last time we had a World Series game? When a team was down multiple runs in the ninth inning or later and still won. Royals at Mets 2015, the clincher Thanks, in game thank five. You. Yeah, yeah, thank Two you. Two runs yeah. in the ninth off Uris yeah. Familia and then a 12th inning victory in New York. Yeah. This was yep. an 11th inning win for Texas at home, six yep. to five. And we're just starting this series. Adolis Garcia has set the record. Most RBIs in a single postseason. Corey Seager had hit a two-run homer bottom of the ninth to tie tonight. I mentioned earlier on the show, he was the hero of 2020 for the Dodgers postseason. Seager, in 18 playoff games, had 20 RBIs that postseason. David Fries had 21 and just about single-handedly beat Texas, ironically, in the 2011 series. And now it's 22 RBIs for Adolis Garcia and counting. And he's only played 13 games, not 18 so far. Game two of this series, Saturday night on Fox TV, right after college football. Then the series will continue Monday in Arizona. 11 games in the NBA. They're all final, including late-night road wins for Golden State and Orlando. Utah beat the Clippers 120-118. to Kawhi Leonard and Russell Westbrook missed the last two shots. NHL Chicago in overtime beat Vegas 4 
4-3. The Golden Knights had been 7-0. and A reminder, as far as Saturday college football on Fox TV, it starts at noon Eastern time with 7-0 and Oklahoma at Kansas. Then it's number 8-ranked Oregon at number 13 Utah on Fox. Then the World Series game Saturday night. Back to you. Thanks a bunch, Steve-O. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the TireRack.com studios. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. From the- so Adolis Garcia is the hero of the night, or is he? Did he actually have the best night of anyone in professional sports? Did he actually have the best night in Dallas? That's up for debate. Those stories coming up next. Jason and Mike Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes, and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Well, the hero of the night in the Dallas area was Luka Doncic. Scored 49 points. Mavericks win. And then the Dolas Garcia said, oh, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Hey, great game, Luca. That's awesome. 33 in game one, 49 in game two. Yes, you're jumping off to your MVP race. Really, really good. But I got something, a little something for you that's going to be a little bit better than your 49 points. Take a listen. The Dolis Garcia sends one the other way. That sends Carroll back. He's at the wall. And the legend grows. Adolis Garcia wins game one. Big Fox on the call. Garcia's home run in the bottom of the 11th wins game one of the World Series. They take it over the Diamondbacks. And it was a shocker, a walk-off. And, you know, you think the Diamondbacks fans have it the worst right now, Mike Harmon, and they do have it pretty bad. Uh, in the World Series. They're okay. Yeah, yeah, but I think Cardinals fans have it worse right now. I don't mean Arizona Cardinals. No, St. Louis Cardinals fans have it worse because making the rounds is the tweet from 2019 where the Cardinals make an (laughs) announcement saying, we have uh, traded Adolis Garcia to the Rangers for cash considerations. Well, unless that was a billion dollars you lost. Uh, And, and of course, the Cardinals, how dare you do? I can't believe this. And it's... They're really getting hammered right now. But look, let let me be honest with you here. Stop for a second. I love a big hot take as much as everybody else. But Garcia at that point, they they traded him away for cash considerations. He was 26, right? He's 26. When do you think – the guy had zero uh, MLB experience to talk. You know, he he played in a handful of games. He had 17 at-bats with the Cardinals in 2018. When you're 26, 27, it's, okay, really, how, how, how good is he really going to be? We, we can trade away for cash considerations. Nobody knew he was going to turn into this. I mean, you're talking about a guy the last three years, 30 home runs between 90 and 100 in RBIs, and now he's the best postseason player this side of Derek Jeter. You know, I get that it's fun to say to make fun of the Cardinals, but look, nobody knew this was coming. Nobody did. No, I mean, he also was a guy that the, the Rangers almost let go. So, I mean, it's not, it's, it's not like it's a, uh, you know, a tale of, well, we just put in the wrong name on a piece of paper. <laughs> it was supposed to be the other guy. We, we swear. <laughs> the guy transposed uh, the numbers. <laughs> Can we so do that again? We re- no, no, that's not the trade. Not the trade. No, I'm calling back. That was Baxi's. not the guy we wanted Baxi's. to get rid of. Baxi, somebody else is coming. We're going to trade somebody else. Somebody else. Yeah, We're so going to trade they... Jorge Garcia from Lost. That's from who we want to trade. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy we want to trade. Yes. No, we want to trade Eddie Garcia. Want to get Eddie Garcia. No, we don't want to trade Eddie Garcia. Although, no, of I don't know. Would you trade Eddie Garcia for Jorge Garcia? Nah, I, okay. I didn't watch Lost, so I don't care. Okay, all right. Just want to make sure. No disrespect to uh, miss that that Mr. Garcia, but I know Eddie. I don't okay. care. I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> 
Adolis Garcia is your hero. You heard the plaudits and the stats from Steve DeSager a few moments ago, and I'm telling you, I know it's game one, and we're sitting here, and and Garcia says, oh, it's going to be a great long series. I don't know, man. I, I picked the Diamondbacks to win. This is a huge reversal of fortune from three outs away with a two-run lead to now we're down one zip. Got to come back in 24 hours and try to get it going again. Uh, I, I don't know that the series hasn't ended tonight. I don't know. Well, the Rangers haven't you, won tonight with this. And you lose the, used a lot of your bullpen, and your offense went to sleep. Right, You had the lead, always the, hey, add on, keep them at a distance, insurance runs. You could say, ah, whatever, you had a lead. Get over it. Like, no, 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 your offense shut down. Mm. Exit, how about a fresca? Exit, Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the TireRack.com studios. Coming up next, we got a football power hour. we got more from the World Series, of course, but our upset specials, we pick some of the biggest games of the week, tell you what quarterback could lose his job in a few days. Oh, keep it right here. That power hour is next. Jason and Mike, you're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.